the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here is your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hey, 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 hey. And uh, it's so good to be with you and to have us together to visit today on Come Together San Diego. And I'll tell you what, I say this often, but it's true. It's true. It's the most remarkable time in human history right now, but we have an opportunity to hear and obey God's voice. How do we hear his voice? A lot of different ways he gives us to hear his voice. But first of all, to hear his voice, you have to comprehend who he is. So he's talking to us right now, and some of the times he gives his people words to share with you, and that's what's going to happen today on Come Together San Diego. I have a friend whom I met on January the 6th. You may know that date. That was the date of the uh, Trump rally, but it also was the date where the U.S. Uh, uh, was the at the uh, Capitol building, and there was that debacle there when it was supposed to be the, choosing the electoral votes and things like that. And it was a debacle, and it was used as a spring pin to go into impeachment for Donald Trump. But guess what? D- DJT has been acquitted today. So we're going to talk about some of these things. But my, my co-host on this show, her name is Kolya. That's her Jewish name. And she is a remarkable lady. I actually met her on January, right around January 6th. At, around the, the the Capitol building and the Trump rally, and we stayed at the same house together. And when we began talking about things, she goes, how do you know that? And I go, how do you know that? And we realize that God has been stirring us in similar directions. Kolya, how you doing? I'm great. How are you, Kev? <laughs> I'm doing fine as well. I've been excited about this show because my listening friend, we had Kolya on uh, uh, several weeks ago uh, after I came back from the uh, January 6th uh, adventure in Washington, D.C., and she shared some of the insights that she has as a a Bible teacher, a Torah teacher, but also a person who's very well connected, not only horizontally with people, (laughs) but vertically with the creator of the universe. And we had such good response from her being on the show then. Uh, People wanted her back, and I said I wanted to find the right time, and I figured this was the right time. So, uh, uh, Colia, would you do do a favor? And we want to get things started, and we want to start off on the fast track. But before we do, I want people to know a little bit more about who you are, but also God's credibility using you in so many different things. Would you be so kind, and then we'll jump into stuff that you wanted to talk about? Mm -hmm. Sure. I'll give you just a really little bitty snapshot. Uh, I'm fourth-generation Jewish believer. My great-grandparents came to faith in Germany, and they immigrated to the States. Uh, And I have been blessed with the family line that I've been in, that at age three I had a revelation, a visitation of the Lord. And when I was 18, I was 
sovereignly filled with his Holy Spirit, yes. and he immediately healed my best friend of terminal cancer. My. And then he said, I'm going to use you. I mean, I was hearing his voice from when I was very, very little, and I made covenant with him when I was very little, and I affirmed the covenant when I was nine years old. But he said, I'm going to take you across the face of the earth on the palm of my hand and create a tapestry where many could come to know me and many could come to the kingdom. Yes. Now, so, when you so, say across the earth, you, you, you literally mean that. But one of the places where you hang out a lot is in Israel. And the other place you yeah. hang out a lot is in the United States on the East Coast. Is that not correct? Yes. But I also, I also have done quite a bit of time in the U.K., the various nations of the U.K., then Australia, New Zealand. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of time in Israel over the last 26 years. I have family in Israel and it's it's honestly where my heart is. Yes. But the Lord has sent me in, in various places around the South Africa, whatever. And of course, this year in COVID, this was the first year I have not traveled internationally. That's been a bit of a heartbreak. Yes. For many reasons. I'm going to ask you a pressing question, and I know you can handle it. You know that I'm I'm uh, I'm not trying to trick you or anything like that. But because mm-hmm. you have a, a real understanding of the Torah and you have the understanding of the New Testament, and you have a heart cry for Israel, you spend much of your time there and in the United States. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of different things. I think today because you were so excited, you say you said here. Let's talk, can we talk about this? Can we talk about that? I said absolutely because you're my co-host. You're not a guest. But let me I, I ask you this for the sake of the people. What gives you the certification or credentials to be able to talk about things that are tied to health and medical and other things? I had a bachelor's degree in medical technology and went on and pursued a master's degree in public health. My thesis area was in self-esteem rebuilding. And I used that as a, a suicide prevention counselor and a, a primary prevention in parenting to help children or parents know how to parent their children in a godly and nonviolent way, but yet righteous way. And I was I was in South Africa. The Lord called me there to speak when apartheid was was going down, and to speak with the different people groups, the Zulus, the Sutus, the English, the Afrikaners, to try to create uh, an understanding of their identity. That's my really my hallmark is fi- helping people find out who they are. Yes. And they can't know that if they don't know who he is. But once they put him together, and so I go to indigenous people around the world and I say to them, hey, I may be a a person from the first nation of first nations, but my job is to tell you that you are a singular, unrepeatable miracle in a dream of God with a destiny. Yes. You are not what you say. You're not what you do. You're not what you produce, what's been done to you. But you are exquisite in his eyes and you have ground to possess and ground to take, use your authority, learn what it is, but walk in his shalom and in his wisdom, not in human thinking. Oh, my, my. And this is one of the things that drew me to you. You know, there are a lot of people that know stuff, and you're among those. But that, a lot of people, that's as far as it goes. Look at me, listen to what I have to say, because look what I can do, you know. Uh, but with you, there's, a, there's an element that is just absolutely captivating, and that is you not only know things, but you have a heart cry for people. That's one of the reasons uh-huh. you traverse all over the globe, because you have a heart cry for people. It's not just to be able to communicate great godly wisdom, but to be able to do that with God's compassion. You want to speak to that briefly, and then we're going to assess what our first topic is going to be, and then we're going to get into a commercial break. Kolya. Okay, yes. Well, my heart is to just to, to, to represent the Messiah. I mean, mm. I laid aside my professional careers. I haven't worked for, for an income in many, many years, 
probably, what, 30, 40 years. And I just, I felt like the Lord said, if people, if you ever need the money more than they need the message, you'll lose your anointing. And my anointing is to bring people to shalom, to wholeness. So it's been my pleasure to go to different people groups that are downtrodden, uh, particularly like in the Maoris, into the uh, into the the, the uh, gang village in New Zealand, and embrace these people that are drug addicts, that are broken, that are abused people, and just wrap them in my arms and pray in the spirit, and so many of them become restored. So it's a deliverance in any healing thing, but it's nothing about me. It's always about him. All yes. I can be is a, a vehicle of him. And that's my goal in life is just to be like an elbow macaroni that what comes <laughs> from the top comes out. Yes. That's, that's my heart. You know, one of the things I like to do in this show, Colia, and that is, and you know this because you were with me as a co-host a, a few weeks ago. One of the things I like to do is not only uh, engage people in stuff that will uh, set them free, but empower them to set others free as well. In other words, as we share the truths that God is going to give you and I during this two hour broadcast, I want to be able to translate this to our listening friends and to be able to say, God wants you to do your calling as well, not just be a pew-sitter, because that, that's the old strategy of the church environment, to be a pew-sitter in whatever other people tell you to do. Okay, well, I'll acquiesce to that. It's time now for God's kids to get out of the armchair and get into the streets or get into real life and uh, share Jesus wherever they go. Would you like to speak briefly to that? And then we will take a mm-hmm. break. Yeah, I love the way you said, you know, the, the God's kids, because yeah. I think most people who claim themselves as Christians or claim themselves as Jews don't relate that to how extraordinary it is to be uh, beloved of the Lord, empowered, and have a complete script, but uh, for for prosperity and blessing, but also to have this relationship. I mean, for me, I would love to, if I ever had a tombstone, which I don't expect I will. I'll probably. <laughs> You know, I'll be out somewhere, someplace. But anyway, I, I wanted, would wanted to say self-dead, spirit-led, Yeshua lover. Say that slowly. People need to hear this and, and, and incorporate it into their lives as well. Self-dead, spirit-led, Yeshua <laughs> lover. Oh, I love that. I mean, that it's got to be about him. It's just got to be about him. And then life is exciting. I mean, if you want to see miracles, you get into him and get out of yourself. Yes, and yes, if yes. He, you're not going to be perfect. But he is. Just do your best, and he will do the rest. That's right. So what are we going to talk about the next segment there, co-hosts? Well, um, I think it's helpful if we take a look at what what we've got faced. I mean, we're in the middle of a war right now, and it's a battle between kingdoms. It's not between people. But looking at what has been set up by the opposition, and I'm talking spiritual opposition, mm-hmm. and and then go into why we're so vulnerable to it. Yes, why yes, yes. are we so vulnerable? And then what, how can we get rid of that vulnerability? How, how can we respond to it? Yes, yes, yes. And fight back. Well, Cole, yeah, and one of the things I love about you, because I just know you well enough to know that you're not going to just only say it on a horizontal plane. You're going to relate it to things that are going on in Israel. You're going to relate it to things that are going on in, mm-hmm. in a country, but also in personal lives. So my listening mm-hmm. friend, Kolya, is with me for this entire two-hour broadcast, and we're going to talk about great things, but also the battle of the kingdoms. We're going to talk more about that when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. 
Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, I'm back, my friends, and with a remarkable lady named Kolya. That's her Jewish name, and she has so many insights tied to not only the United States, but also Israel, but also the the nations and the world. And we're going to talk a little bit about a topic that maybe you haven't thought about in this context before, but it's the whole idea of a kingdom versus another kingdom. You know that God, you know, the Bible talks about in um, Matthew twenty four fourteen that the gospel of the kingdom must be preached to all the world. And then the end of the age or the end of time, that those times shall come. Well, we're in the thick of that. But, you know, also in Matthew 24, it talks about, and one kingdom shall be against another kingdom, uh, and uh, they shall rise up against one another, and there will be wars and famines and pestilence and many, many places. Those times are in our face right now, and it's important to know to what kingdom you belong. And Kolya is with me to give insights. Aren't you, Kolya? I am. (laughs) Then lay it on us. Okay. Well, I mean, in our scriptures, we're we're told that we don't war against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities. And, you know, those are the powers and the principalities are the dark kingdom, the fallen angels kingdom, the Satan's kingdom, and, and unfortunately, uh, the humanistic invasion of much of the Christian church, and I would say even into the, the uh, Jewish community, that when we just have a Tanakh, we have kind of lost sight of the fact that there are two kingdoms. There's light and dark, truth and false, life and death. Uh, and right now, it has been for, for an awfully long time that the kingdom of darkness has been given the power to control the narrative and determine what is politically correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think of how we've been we've been forced and coerced and brainwashed into thinking that we have to uh, comply with a politically correct system that we don't agree to. Uh, yes. And if, if, if truth is censored and falsehood can rule and reign without limit, evil wins. Say that it's, again, it's, because, my friends, you're experiencing that. Uh, if you've had some people on your any of your uh, communications pages say, uh, say back to you, you shouldn't be saying those things because those are prejudice or those are a lie. And you know in your heart of hearts mm-hmm. that you said those things truthfully from your heart and you're being restrained from saying those things. We're experiencing those times mm-hmm. today. Go ahead, Kolya. Yeah, if truth is censored and falsehood is allowed to rule and reign without limit, evil wins. If people are ashamed or fearful to go against that popular culture and allow themselves to be silenced, evil wins. So Trump, our president, challenged that evil system by insulting it to its face, and by changing... By the way, who was acquitted today? Yes, 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 (laughs) God is good. Uh, Yeah, he's been changing hidden things, bringing hidden things out, operating behind the scenes, Uh, and that's why they cheated so blatantly to get rid of him. But, you know, a lot of us have been very frustrated. It's like... How is it possible that this charade, this theater continues when there's so much obvious evidence and just, I mean, common sense is just not there. And And I was saying, Lord, the emperor is naked. You know, the emperor's new clothes story. Where's the little boy that will say, hey, emperor, you've got no clothes on. You're naked. Mm -hmm. But But today we got the report that Florida's Governor DeSantis 
did that. He was a little boy who yes. said that yes. the emperor is naked. Oh, my. Um, when uh, Biden made the call with him with Fauci and said, you know, that they had these restrictions that now Florida had to come in line with for COVID-19, he said, I will not comply. And his words, Florida absolutely will not comply. In- instituting a travel ban or restriction of movement would be a gross example of federal overreach with no grounding in law or science. Yes. He said, we have COVID-19 in check, and you're trying to exert unlawful authority over our state and its people. And then Biden came back and threatened to withhold federal funding and to deny Florida access to COVID-19 vaccinations. And he said to to Santos, he said, come on, man, Florida needs your help, and you need vaccines, which are hard to come by. Isn't that right, Dr. Fauci? (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, <laughs> I, I, I read that article, and one of the things that the, gov- the governor said is, yes, and how much are you making from this, Dr. Fauci? That's what he said. <laughs> yeah, exactly what he said. The deep state doctor, he said, uh, you know, he said, Governor, do you want to be responsible for re- reinfecting the nation? Oh. Truth is, we don't even know how effective current vaccines are against the U.K. strain. And that was that's Fauci's lies and his intimidation and putting false potential blame on him. And the sentence didn't miss a beat. He asked him how, how much was he earning from these vaccines? And that's and a, then, really, that's a valid question, isn't it, Colia? A it valid is, question. It is. It's they've been a windfall. Uh, and then he went on to say, Joe, if you consider, if you continue with this course of action, I will authorize the state National Guard to protect the movement of Floridians. And Biden responded, address me as Mr. President or President Biden. And he said, I will not. And he hung up on him. <laughs> yeah, there were a few other choice words. You'll have to get yeah. it on them from the media, yeah. not from us. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get it from you. But he had he had a pretty strong commentary as he hung up. But I thought, cheering on, the little boy has risen and said, the emperor's naked. There's no clothes on him. He's, but he, basically, he's saying... The whole thing is bogus. Yes. The whole thing is bogus, which is what we've needed somebody to say. Yes. Now we need other the domino effect. We need other people to come on, stand up, and say, you know, he's right. Yes, ben yes, yes. Is right. You know, we're we're, we we're in Southern California here, and there's a major recall effort going on to recall Governor uh, Gavin Newsom because of his laborious and improper and illegal actions. You know, no singing in church, please. You know, and all this the the mask mm-hmm. issues and things like that. Um, and people in California are actually fed up. And so mm-hmm. I think they're garnering or have garnered a million point eight signatures. And so on our sister station right now, there's a broadcast saying recall Governor Newsom. So, I mean, Californians are ticked off as well. And if you look around in the United States, there are a lot of people mm-hmm. that may not even mm-hmm. have carry the the conservative mantle, but people who love this nation. And we're all mm-hmm. saying, this is wrong, and we have to stand mm-hmm. our ground. Would you like to speak mm-hmm. to that a little bit more, Kulia? Yeah, I think there's a lot of states now that need to stand up. Uh, but I think what we've got here, people are waking up to the fact slowly, slowly, that we have an unholy trinity operating here. Oh. And it it unholy unholy trinity of pharmacy or pharmaceutical companies, murder, and fraud, and all of them are prospering through darkness. Pharmaceuticals, you know, they're the answer. They're the and if you look not even very deep into the pharmaceutical industry, um, like that are under Bill Gates and 
these companies, uh, they're global humanists. Many of them are eugenicists. They believe in depopulation. But then you've got murder, which comes with uh, the abortion issue. Yes. And and even the murder of people by by decrying hydroxychloroquine, which was a wonderful solution. Like yes. 60,000 people died because Fauci said it would cause problems. And it, that was horrific. They should be held accountable. But then, I mean, you have the fraud about the COVID thing, but you've got fraud about the election. So these this unholy trinity that is being glued together and moving like a unity through lies. Uh, to And the goal is to control and to mobilize and to imprison the global population. Yes, and to harness us for their financial benefit. Exactly. My and they're mind. doing it so well through confusion, fear, intimidation, disinformation, panic, anxiety, delusions, illusions. I mean, mind control, it's all here. Uh, so we that are in the body of Messiah are supposed to be having on the whole armor that's written in Ephesians, the whole armor of the Messiah. And what the global elite are putting on us, a global, and I call them Luciferians because that's what they are, global Luciferians are putting on the helmet of confusion, the breastplate of fear, the belt of lies, the shoes of discouragement and hopelessness, the shield of unbelief, and the sword of the flesh. Oh, my. You, that's you, what they're trying to put wow. on Wow, 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 Cole. You, you know, here, here's my, my listening friend, what you're going to discover as you get into the Word. God has a, splat, uh, a plan and a strategy for bringing all kids unto Him. And the enemy, he's not very creative in his own right, but he takes God's strategy and he, this is not, I'm not cursing right now, my friends, but he bastardizes it. He abuses it, and he makes it sound similar to the God's strategy. He makes it sound similar to his strategy, and then he makes everybody who is embracing God's strategy sound like they're on the wrong path, and he's on the right path. And you know, a lot of people listen to this, uh, Kolya, and you and I know this, because it really caters to our flesh, and it really caters Mm -hmm. to our uh, fears, and we go, oh, okay, somebody has an answer to our fear, and it's not fear of the Lord, it's fear of other things, and we need to acquiesce to what Mm -hmm. a government or a person has to say. Speak to that, would you? Yeah, I mean, it's they put all this stuff on us, and what they try to do is overwhelm you. Yes. And and to divide us, I'll talk about more about that later, maybe. But you know, our strength is in our community, and what they've done with this COVID stick is to divide us from our community of faith, from our families. And when people are divided, they get weaker, they get discouraged, they get anxious. Uh, lots of bad things happen emotionally, psychologically, oh and I'm saying to the masses. And and that's when they have us. That's when they can manipulate us the most. Yes. And that's when the fear comes in my, that my. they ju- uh, they're just hitting us really hard with this. And my my listening friend, here here's the deal. And uh, Kolya and I will be back in the next segment and beyond to talk about these things. But you made a a, a comment uh, using COVID as a as a deception and as a factor of fear. Can we spend the next mm-hmm. segment talking about this? We'll call it. COVID deceptions. Would you be so kind as to, to uh, lead that conversation in the next segment? Yeah, I think we can we can spend a little time on that. Yeah, I think okay. it's important to discuss that, yeah. Okay, my listening friend, I guess you got a little purview of some of the things that are going on on Come Together San Diego from 5 to 7 p.m. on Pacific time here, but all throughout the nation and the world as well. And uh, 
Kolya and I are getting ready to talk about the deceptions tied to COVID or COVIDism. I just created a new word there. When we come (laughs) right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Joel Lieberman from Tree of Life Messianic Jewish Congregation. Lord, we just do lift up the entire region of San Diego from Vista to Chula Vista. Lord, it says in the Psalms, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell together in unity. We pray a spirit of unity over our city. In the name of Yeshua, Jesus in Hebrew, amen. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Cass Taylor. Wow, do we have a show for you. You get a little foretaste of the show in the first couple segments, (laughs) and we've only just begun. I'm with Kolya. She's an East Coaster, but she also is an Israel. uh, uh, She lives in Israel and in the United States as well, and she is a Bible student and a teacher, and she is also a student and teacher of Torah as well. So I'll tell you what, uh, she has some remarkable insights, and we're just going to plow as Holy Spirit leads here. And Cole, you, you were bringing up some things about the unholy trinity. You know, the Bible talks about those who are fit for the kingdom, and I use the analogy that there are also those who are counterfeit for the kingdom. And mm-hmm. so one of the things that's a counterfeit is many of the things that are being declared about covid and uh, I thought you would like to talk a little bit about this. I want to make sure, and my wife says, let the other person talk, Kaz, let the other person talk. So, I'm, <laughs> I, you know, husbands and wives have those discussions. And I'm, my listening friend, I know you're going, amen, Kaz, amen. So I want to make sure that you have the freedom to take these uh, segments anywhere you want. But since we talked a little bit about COVID and the, uh, you know, the deceptions tied to that. I'm going to hand it to you and see where you want to take this. And I really want you to craft the whole show, and I just want to be your humble, meek co-host. Oh, <laughs> you're my brother. <laughs> oh, lay it on us, Koya. Okay. Um, yeah, and I need to clarify, I would I would love to be living in Israel all the time, but I have been a commuter. I have not made my aliyah yet. I'm looking forward to that in the future, but my heart has permanent residence in Israel. So um, praying for that to happen. But anyway, I'll speak about Israel and the COVID situation in a minute. But I think what to me is just shocking, and it, it, it comes from some of the medical background, but most of it is spiritual revelation. The Lord is screaming at the top of his lungs, don't do this. Don't take these vaccines. No, no, it's a trap. The whole COVID thing is a trap. And... Um, you know, when you look at Bill Gates, 2011, has an interview in Britain, and I've seen the front cover of the newspaper back then that said mandated vaccines will be an answer uh, for depopulation. Say that again slowly. Seen- My listening friend, pay close attention to what she's uh-huh. saying. You're not going to hear this in the traditional news, and it is so true because there, there's, there's data and uh, interviews and content to back this up. Mm-hmm. Would you be so kind as to repeat that, Cole? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the, I've seen the front page of that newspaper. I have a photograph of it. In 2011, Bill Gates said that mass mandated vaccinations can help deal with the problem needed with depopulation to to lower the carbon footprint of the human beings on the earth. My. 
And the, if you look into the global elite, the Luciferians, they're the, the the World Economic Forum, they're very clear about saying that human beings are like a parasite on the earth. We're costing and painting the earth by our presence, and we need to be reduced, and the, you know, the number needs to be reduced. And the uh, Georgia Guidestones, in the state of Georgia, if you look that up, Georgia Guidestones, it's like a Stonehenge by the global elite that put it there, and it talks about what they're what needs to happen with the global uh, population to make the world comfortable, the earth, mother earth comfortable, basically. And it's about 87% of the world's population needs to be called. If you go by the numbers they have. Mm -hmm. So now those are the people that are in charge of this vaccination. Those are the people that have uh, said they're going to do this global reset uh, so you kind of look like, what in the world is going on in people's brains? Are they just not listening? Uh, depopulation. And then you just look at the name COVID-19, C-O-B-I-D-19. Okay. Bill Gates has been saying, Bill Gates has been saying for probably five, six years, everybody in the world needs a certificate of vaccination to identify them so they can travel freely around the globe. Everybody has to be totally vaccinated to have this certificate. Well, if you take COVID, Certificate of Vaccination ID, identification, 19 is the number of artificial intelligence monitoring. Say that again. I'm, my listener, I, I told you she was going to uh, unload some stuff to you here. And our obligation is to, the scripture says, uh, to receive all things with readiness of mind and then search the scriptures daily to see if they are so. Our obligation is not to go, oh, I'm not allowed to be aware of those things. So we Christians have hit our heads in the sand for a long time. It's time for us to be aware and uh, review this in scripture and also in truth-based media, if you can find it, and uh, then make your decisions. And so what, what she is saying right now should be blowing your mind Go ahead, Colia. Yeah, COVID-19, Certificate of Vaccination ID, number 19 means artificial intelligence monitoring. So, uh, you know, and you don't have to dig very far in research. This is not urban legends. This is not conspiracy theory. I think what the global elite have counted on is they've put over the years some false flag type of things out there so that people are embarrassed of believing anything that might have a negative bend to it. But the reality is this is a conspiracy that's been going on for probably 30 years. They've been working up to it. And they're counting on people not being smart, not doing the research, not, you know, yielding peer pressure. Yes. Uh, But when you look at this, why are people rushing to take this mRNA, what they call the vaccine? It's a gene therapy, experimental no animal testing, and you don't have to go, again, don't dig, you don't have to dig very far to see that they have been trying to make an mRNA vaccine for years. They tried it with SARS-CoV-1, they tried it with um, MERS, with the Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, and every time they tried to do it, it failed. And why did it fail? When it came to animal testing, particularly in the second dose, 80% of the animals died or disabled. Now, 
are you are you saying are you saying we're we're we're, uh, naive guinea pigs? Is that what you're telling me? I'm telling you exactly what you are, and that's why they have said there's no liability to the vaccine firms. They've required it, and why they've said like um, Pfizer. We will not submit the conditions that we don't submit a death and casualty or disability report for two years. We're just going to be gathering data for two years, and then we'll let you know how the experiment works. And a lot of the animals in the tests came out infertile. And if they were pregnant, their babies aborted because the spike protein in these things attacked the placenta or kept eggs from implanting. So, I mean, there's a whole lot of science that I, I... and there's a lot of people that are far better that know a lot more of the science than I do. But I'm just saying, when you make a business decision, when you decide about buying a house or renting one, you do a cost-benefit That's analysis. Right. That's right. Right? That's sure. wisdom. If you do a cost-benefit analysis on this, quote, vaccine, which I will call the gene jab, G-E-N-E, Gene, gene jab, because that's what it is. It's, it's a, it impacts your, your DNA. It, it, but I should say, just push the pause button. I should say that if you have a true immunization, fragments of the pathogen go into your body and with, with irritants or adjuvants to try to make your body respond to it and build its antibodies. So your body creates antibodies. This gene jab doesn't do that. It does not do that. It's recreating something in your body that's supposed to respond in the future. But it's nonspecific, so we don't know what it's going to respond to or how it's going to respond because the testing has not been done to that level. Right, and they, 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 really, they, they haven't really used the animal testing sufficiently to go to the next phase, which is human testing under strict control. Yeah. All of a sudden, everybody say, everybody's being encouraged to take this, take this right now, be the, one of the first ones. Uh, it, it's frightening. Mm-hmm. I, I, we're going to dig a little bit more deeply into this in the next segment, if you'd be so kind. It's time to go to mm-hmm. a break. But uh, would you mm-hmm. be willing to dig a little bit more deeply in Absolutely. light of this? And Because I'll Absolutely. tell you what, there's a lot of people that, that are, can't wait to get in line to take this, what you called a gene jab. Oh, my my listening friend, this is very, very important. And, you know, you, you don't, don't, don't take what Colia and Kaz say uh, totally, hear it, and receive it, and then do your own due diligence, do your own studying. Right. And if you know where to look, it's out there everywhere if the, yep. uh, if the uh, media doesn't try to hide it from you. I mean, I'm serious about this. My listening friend, we're going to talk more about this, and Kolya is just warming up. I know her. She's just <laughs> starting to rev her engines. So we'll see what that engine revving has to do with you and I when Kolya and Kaz come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Hey, my friends. I am with a new great friend. Her name is Kolya. Met her in early January in Washington, D.C., and I realized that she was a gal who was in the know, not only from a Hebrew-Jewish standpoint, but also from a Christian uh, standpoint as well. And she has been able, like few others, to actually blend those two together and give us some really understanding about what's going on in this earth. And uh, we're, we're in a, engaged in a heated conversation right now about the COVID 
deceptions. And it's, I'll tell you what, Cole, when you mentioned the, the, ac- the acronym of COVID as being uh, oh. certified or certification of vaccination ID, COVID, mm-hmm. and then the number 19, it blew me absolutely away. So what, where do we go with our earlier conversation in the previous segment on this, Kolya? Well, you know, I think one thing that I really, I really learned from working in a laboratory, but also in graduate studies, uh, that depending on how equipment is calibrated, you can get any kind of result and think it's, it's genuine. It's not. Calibration is really important. And the PCR tests uh, that PCR, they're doing to define, determine define, define your uh, your your letter, letter terms, PCR. Um, I can't remember the terms of the P and C. PC and R is what they. It's the type of test that they use uh, to determine if you have COVID. So what's on the swabs are all about. And it's interesting that the guy who designed that, I think it was a '96, designed that test. He said when he released it that it was never to be used to diagnose any kind of disease or illness. It was not designed for that. And interestingly, I think it was uh, late in 2019, he suddenly died. And then some other person picked up in January his PCR and wrote a paper on it that was kind of shoddy, but said, this is the definitive test for COVID-19. And this test, if you depending on how you calibrate how many cycles, it can pick up random viral or random DNA fragments and give you a positive result. That if a positive COVID, well, it's ridiculous. It doesn't. It's not. It doesn't work. It gives false positives. And what if we just have the seasonal flu? In some cases, and it gets picked up as a fragment. Yes. So what has happened since they've released the vaccines? Lo and behold, the World Health Organization, CDC, have changed the calibration, the cycle for reading them. And suddenly now we have fewer cases. And they're saying the infection rate's going down because of the vaccine. It's all manipulations bogus. Okay, so it's, it's all based on the ulterior motive is to get uh, kids, kids, I mean adults, people to do right. what they want them to do. And they want us right. to be basically lab rats, te- tests for this for, mm-hmm. for, for this and to what end again depopulation depopulation yeah actually the global uh, or the world economic forum has said this is their global reset and what they're resetting is to control by global authorities with the elimination of freedom to refuse or to decide for yourself that's what the reset is they're going to reset medicine education economics morality everything so this, it's based on satanic systems, and um, it's tragic because they've been saying, giving all these high numbers of infections, and it's what it is. It's a case-demic, because what it is, PCR tests positive on a lot of people who aren't sick, and they say, oh, it's, it's, it's a non-symptomatic case. No, you're either sick or you're not sick, <laughs> and there have been people getting sick. But this nonsense, and I... You know, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time going into it, but if you look into the the occult practices of initiation someone into a coven or into a satanic culture, they have a time where they're locked down in isolation. Then they're given something of a gift, 
i.e. a stipend check, to know that where their supply comes from. They wear masks to lose their identity. They go through washing rituals. And when they stand in the pentagram and in the formations to take their final commitments, they're six feet apart. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Okay, now you look about this. This is the global Luciferian saying there's a re- reset to a whole new system. What if we're all being initiated into the Luciferian system? Initiation. Initiation rights. Oh because we're breaking our identity, breaking our freedom, breaking our will, seeing that they supply. We're following our orders, and if we don't follow their orders, there's punishment. Cool, yeah. That's not the kingdom of God. Wow. Cole, you realize what you're—this this is so foreign to the present-day normal mind. These things are—you know, your conspiracy theorists and all these other things, uh, this is so very, very, very far-fetched. How dare we believe in such things? And all of a sudden, we, get, we have to say, you know, but, but what if— what if? It's so our, our, do the research. It's our, our obligation to do the research. And all, all we're all Coley and I are saying is you need to dig into this yourself and don't take somebody else's word for it. Do due yeah. diligence on things like this because it has tragic consequences if you miss the mark. It's it, it's okay yeah. if you do the research and you go, well, they were wrong. I'm going to go ahead and move forward in this. Fine. You've done the due diligence. But um, my, Coley uh, uh, and I have done a lot of research on things like this, and I think proper research is going to glean truth that you hadn't even imagined yet. And she, and Coley is diving into some of the other occultish things. And if you follow the trail, it won't take you very long to get into the occultic things and say, "Oh, oh, what am, what's going on here?" Just look at the Super Bowl halftime. I mean, oh, if yeah. you want to know occultic things that are going on there, if you watch the Super Bowl and you, you put up with the halftime, you will realize ev- evil was being personified at every phase there during the halftime event. Uh, and yeah. I'll tell you what, yeah. we're in, and, and we're naive. We go, oh, well, that was just Hollywood. That's Hollywood. Maybe it is Hollywood, but it's a message for you to pay close attention to. Cool, yeah? Yeah, that was satanic worship at the halftime. And it was also cloning. It was all prospering, cloning, and other world beings coming in and taking over our cities. It's, I mean, you got to look at who's performing, who's paying for the performance, what's the message. And I think that's where uh, the body of Messiah and the Jewish communities have really fallen down. Wow. Because we, we didn't look at things from a spiritual side, and there's an intellectual pride that we know what's going on, so we don't have to look at it. And we're too, we're too arrogant to think that there truly are conspiracies. We've been dumbed down yes. by Hollywood productions and yes. by people sending out disinformation. That we don't want to be gullible. We don't want to be out of step with everybody. We don't want to be too strange. Yes. But um, here's the thing. Uh, we have to step up and inform ourselves. We have to study uh, don't ever take any of my word for it, but start talking to some people who have come out of a coven or out of satanic worship and let them tell you what the initiation rights are. Initiation rights are. Check with the American frontline physicians, frontline doctors, Simone Gold, Cahill, Dr. Cahill out of Ireland. They are giving truth. Now, I want to say this very clearly that there are some wonderful physicians, wonderful physicians who have been following the guidelines of the CDC. They've been giving vaccinations. They've been, they have a good heart. They believe it. 
But what we don't understand, because we're usually we're believers look for the good in people, and we don't think there's actually conspiracy in our agencies and our institutions. But the educational system has been driving this machine towards global Satanism, globalism, for a long time. Uh, the, look, go do some work and look in the uh, Humanist Manifestos. I think there's at least four of them. You can find them online, the Humanist Manifestos. Go look into it. Go look into the Gates Institute, the Rockefeller Institute, the UN. Do the work and look what their values are, who's behind it, what their goals are. My, my. My listening friend, I, I hope you're being, I hope your your eyes are becoming uh, eye saucers, you know, big big, and your jaws dropping to the ground. We need to be shaken into reality right now. We really do. Uh, our very, the very, the, the very uh, future of America, but the very future of Americans, the very future of Israel and Israelis and other nations mm-hmm. as well is really on the crosshairs right now. And we need to pay close attention because we're at a point where if we don't make the right decisions, they could have very, very serious long, long, long-term, maybe even eternal consequences. We're going to talk about these mm-hmm. things in the remainder of the two-hour broadcast, but also uh, Kolya has a lot of things that are tied to the good news. We've given you some things for you to go, uh-oh, what happens if that's really true? Oh, no. But God is the God of the good news, and we're going to talk a lot more about that when when uh, we, we uh, continue the show. For now, we have to take a break, and we will be back on the other side of the hour when Kolya and Kaz... Come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos Poway, and K29CR Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back to Come Together San Diego. We are in the second hour now, and I have my co-host with me for the entire two hours. Kolya is the name she goes by. She's a Jewish lady who loves Israel. She loves America. She understands and embraces the Judeo-Christian values. And if anybody could put the two together and make total sense of it, it is someone like Kolya. How you doing, Kolya? I'm doing great. I'm having fun. I'm having fun, too. You know, we kind of opened a can of worms, or we we would say a fire hydrant, and it's spraying all over everybody. And I think what we want to do is I'm going to give you the free reign throughout this entire second hour as well. But one of the things we want to incorporate within this is the whole idea of hope in God. Even though the world has its own plans and, you know, quote-unquote, the one-world government, which is basically uh, adverse to the Judeo-Christian values— uh, has a plan, and it may even include minimizing the population. Uh, God has a bigger plan, and so we want to always incorporate that, don't we, Kolya? Even in the midst of dire times, the only real solution is God and God's heart cry for his kids. I'm going to hand it off to you and, and mm-hmm. ask you to to carry this conversation further, but to remember, as we, we must, that there is hope in the midst of these seemingly impossible situations. In fact, this is the turf where God functions best. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Go ahead, yeah. Kolya. Yeah. Well, if he's waiting for us to need him desperately, we certainly do. <laughs> I mean, right. uh, if, if he wants, he's waiting for us to see human uh, solutions don't work, we're there. Uh, but a lot of people haven't realized it yet. 
I think uh, a reality of being human is we tend to believe what we've been told, especially by teachers, by smiling, smooth-talking politicians and leaders. And uh, the sad reality is education, media, uh, every aspect of life has really been infiltrated by humanism, globalism, and Satanism, even the church. And uh, medical education has certainly been infiltrated. And, I, and like I was saying, there's some really lovely physicians that believe they're doing well for their patients, but they don't understand that they were just told about vaccinations. This is what you do. This is what they accomplish when they're in med school. But I talked to one uh, a couple months ago, and he said he asked for safety tests, safety data on childhood vaccinations, and they don't have it. They haven't been doing the, the follow-up studies. They don't know. My. For all these, it, so if, they, if they've been doing it all that time, and we, there's no safety studies on this current uh, gene jab. And, but I think as, as a Jew, I look with absolute shock at what's going on in Israel. In the next two weeks, they are planning to have 100% of the population over age 50 vaccinated. Oh, my. And schools schools will be allowed to open in hot zones if, if, if 70% of their population is vaccinated. And right now they're offering vaccinations in Israel down to 16-year-olds. Now, you think about that. We have been through a holocaust. We've been through pogroms. And now we're killing ourselves, potentially killing mm. ourselves. Why, with a test unproven genetic therapy, would the government of Israel say, we are going to be the first nation to be 100% vaccinated? Pfizer came in and said, we'll, we'll be the first nation to be provided for all of our citizens. What a great blessing. We'll be safe. We can open up our government, we can, I mean, our, our economy, everybody can go back to normal life. Yes, yeah, so you can travel and, again and everything else. Which is absolutely insane, because this is what they're saying now with the vaccines. And you've heard Fauci and others say it. You continue to wear a mask after you're vaccinated. Uh, businesses and restaurants will not go back to functioning normally, probably ever. Will you be immune to COVID if you're vaccinated? And they said, we don't know. We'll probably have to have multiple shots down the road. And if you get the vaccine, you say, am I contagious? And they say, well, you can still transmit it. Nobody knows. My. And if we were to vaccinate children, could they go to their normal classes? Not really. If I'm vaccinated, may I stop safe distancing? They say no. Pochi say no. If I'm vaccinated, my grandmother is vaccinated, can I give her a hug? No, it's really not wise because we don't know. If we're vaccinated, will theaters, cinemas, and stadiums reopen? Can we live normal lives? No, we'll never go back to the way we were. So what is the benefit of being vaccinated? Yes, yes, yes. Especially when the it, question, it seems like the vaccination is more dangerous than the disease. And that's a true statement. Absolutely. Absolutely. Without question. Well, the, the question is, when, what is the benefit of being vaccinated? Uh, the, the answer is the vaccination might not kill you, we think. Oh, Lord God. So, and then it's not I, a joke. This is serious stuff. No, this is, this is it. And are you 100% sure that it won't kill me? No, because some people have already died. Yes. Then why should we... This is the key right here. This is humanism at its finest. Why should we be vaccinated? Presumably to protect other people. It's the loving thing to do for the common good. 
So the question then is, are other people 100% sure of not getting infected if I'm vaccinated? The answer is no. So there is nothing about this that makes sense. And there is, they say, oh, we'll have herd immunity. Herd immunity is when your own body creates its own antibodies to protect you. And everybody creates it by getting the disease, getting the virus and recovering from it. This is not herd immunity. This is gene therapy that's unproven. So you go, what in the world is going on with us? And I've got to say, from the spiritual side, this is witchcraft. It's manipulation, lies, threat, coercion. That stuff is witchcraft. And why does it have such a strong legal right and influence among the populations? And I asked the Lord about that. Why is it that we're like these blind cattle going to slaughter? What is this? He said the open door is the spilling of innocent blood that empowers the spilling of more blood and death. And that started with abortion. Oh, my. Oh, my. my That's my. the open door. My, my, my. That's the open door. And we're going we're to explore this in greater detail. But uh, my listening friend, here's the deal. If you have the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart and life and you have vigilantly pursued him, he will vigilantly pursue you as well. But these things, these are the enemy uh, tactics to take you out of the flow and maybe even take you out of natural life. So we need to really stress that God is bigger than this challenge. He's bigger than it. And I, I, and I trust, because I know Colia, she's going to be blending this in as she continues her dissertation here. But you need to know this. Don't be anxious about these things. God has given us solutions, and we'll be talking about those in the rest of the show. And uh, we've got about a minute and a half left in this segment, uh, Colia, and I want to make sure that you feel good about saying everything that you needed to say. So where would you like to close this segment and begin the next, Colia? Yes. Well, I, I do agree with, with Cass. The Lord has this. And I'm, I think he's been pleased with the amount of uh, repentance that's gone on, the number uh, of, I mean, the, the prayer gatherings and things. He's heard that. Uh, and so I believe we're making, we're making strides with this. But I think there's still a deeper repentance because there's still a lot of the church, a lot of the synagogue that doesn't see that abortion's a problem. But I want to say to anybody who is listening that has had an abortion and you've repented of it. The book is clean in the high kingdom. You're you're free. Yes, yes, yes. Don't feel any condemnation from anybody. Whatever sin you've committed, because I've I've I have friends that have been former prostitutes. I I, I ministered to somebody who had killed another person. I've, I've drug dealers. You know, when you're reborn, it's a reboot, and you start over. You're clean. So yes. if you're not rebooted yet, get to the Lord. Get reborn. Get clean. And start over. But Boy, don't live under condemnation. You use the term reboot or reset. And this is, you know, I, ironically, the enemy uses the same terms, but for totally different reasons. They want to do a reset or a reboot to uh, ignite the one world system, the one world governmental yeah. system. What God wants us to do, and reboot or reset is accurate, but it's not for the purposes that the other guys are saying. It is for us to be renewed and refreshed in the Lord. And when he is your... Uh, Lord and Master, He is also your protector, and if you right. and if you embrace Him as such, He's got it. He's got it. But if you have divorced yourself from Him and want to go the ways that make you feel good, you know, and uh, and famous and rich and popular, 
you probably need to rethink that. Uh, Colia, we're going to talk more about this. We're out of time in this segment, but I can tell you, my friend, I guess you can sense that we're going into some areas that a lot of people dare not talk about. But we, we're, we're, our heart cry is to bring the knowledge and the relationship of Jesus Christ into your life because especially in these times, you're going to see really this is the, really the only way to get to where God wants us to be. So Colia and I are going to talk about these things, and we're going to give solutions for some of the challenges that we've been spending in presenting these things to you when Colia and Kaz come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to a sizzling (laughs) Come Together San Diego with uh, topics that you're probably not going to hear elsewhere in a a broadcast environment or very little. Uh, And I want to tell you something, my friend. What if, and and Kolya is with me, and I'm going to introduce her again in just a moment. But the question is, what if? You know, if you're a Bible student and you've scanned through the Bible or if you've studied it, you know there's a time called end times or the end of an age what if we are approaching that time frame right now? What happens if it's not in the distant future? What happens where the, if we're on the threshold of that right now? These things that have been written in Scripture, they're not meant to scare you. They're meant to prepare you. And the question is, how prepared are we? And uh, one of the threats, and, and Colia and I are talking about, is this uh, the COVID issue and the, uh, the shot in the arm issue and things like that. But Kolya, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it back to you. And but I, here's what I want my listening friends to realize: God has got this, and the Scripture says we're we're obligated. In Acts 17, it says, "Study to show yourself." No, I'm sorry. Receive all things with readiness of mind, and then search the Scriptures to see if these things are so. <laughs> Our obligation is to really see what's going on. Don't be ignorant. Don't have your head in the sand but also search it out so it's confirmed and then entrust God for the solutions because he is the God of the solutions. The enemy is uh, the, the, quote, little G God of disillusion, and God is the God of solution. So uh, before we go any further in this, uh, Colia, is there a way that people can get a hold of you? Um, hmm... Uh, Let me think about that. Okay, well, Let me think be about thinking it. I'm about to it. I'm kind of saying under the radar, but yes, okay. I will. Okay, I well, will. we'll we'll do, or they can communicate with me through uh, Come Together San Diego, and I can figure out a way to pull this together. But you, yeah. here's what's happening, my friend. God's kids need to, they're bold, but sometimes when you're, uh, people are targeting you, you have to have wisdom. So I appreciate Cody mm-hmm. for having this wisdom. Here I am broadcasting, and people can hear me from everywhere. So, mm. I don't know. I, 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 I've made the decision that, that I'm, I'm a God kid, and I, can, I want to do everything that I can to stir you to pursue the Savior. So I'm going to hand the baton over to you, Kolya, and uh, continue your, your, your observations. But I also I'm entrusting you to uh, blend God's uh, uh, compassion and solutions into the midst of yes. these things. So right. go at it, if you would, Kolya. Yes. I, I don't want anybody to be in, in panic about this for sure, because I'm definitely not. 
Uh, and yes, I believe I've never, I've lived um, radically, but not recklessly. And I think the Lord doesn't want to have us give the enemy an easy opportunity to hit us. I, I'm not self-protective, but I want to be wise because there are other people surrounding me that I want them to be as well. I know the Lord protects me. Uh, but I want to say to all of you, with all my heart, I'm absolutely 100% convinced that we are not going into disaster to the end of here we're all going into gloom, doom, and whatever. I no. believe we're about to go into the best time <laughs> on the earth. I believe this it too. Awakening. Yes. Awakening is coming. Revival's coming. We have to be broken. We have to know that we have a desperate need for God. We have to see the failure of human systems and the, the blatant evil with eyes wide open, which I believe is what our president has been doing in exposing the pedophilia, human trafficking, uh, the evil in high places. I think as that's exposed more and more, um, the arrogance of the human being that says, we know it all, we got this, is going to be broken. And then the Lord's going to step in and bless us with the best revival we've oh, ever my, had with my. signs and wonders and miracles. I'm confident of it. There's I'm no doubt in my mind. I'm confident of it, too. But, but you're not only speaking of the United States, and it has to start somewhere. And I believe, <laughs> you know, they talk about Israel because God loved <laughs> Israel and his promises to Israel. But America is because America loved God. So, I mean, you've got two different, yeah. two different entities there, the people whom God identified as uh, Jew first, and also the Greek, the Jew first, mm-hmm. but also, but but the United States of America is actually b- based on precepts that we have made the decision to pursue Him, and so uh, mm-hmm. America and Israel are, you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, sisters together in this, and God has plans for both. But it, it, mm-hmm. the things that you're talking about, the greatest revival in the world, has to start somewhere. And I say, yeah. how about the United States and God? says I kind of like that idea but it's going to it's going to it's going to be the most remarkable I mean salvation's yeah, galore salvation's it'll galore are you kidding me <laughs> Go ahead, Well Cody. we're going to need we're going to need miracles to to destroy the the gene therapy that we're putting in our body and the diseases and the things we're doing right now the lord will have to intervene and he's it's not difficult for him yes. it's not difficult yes uh but I want to share with you an interesting thing this morning I, I was asked, or before I went to bed last night, I asked the Lord, I said, show me why people are so, you know, eager to run into this this vaccination and all this stuff. Why? What's going on? And he woke me up this morning and he shouted, it's a stampede. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he showed me an image of all these animals that are about to run off a great cliff in, a, in the escarpment. And I can remember seeing it and I couldn't remember where I'd seen it. And my husband reminded me that it was in the movie of Australia, where the cattle uh, were being run off the cliff. And it was because the bad guys had put fire in the ridge and the mountains above where the cattle were. And the cattle panicked and they were running at Mach 1 off of this escarpment to their death. They would, if they kept running, they would just run off into the abyss here. And a little boy, a little Aboriginal boy stood there with this herd running at them, and and he put up his hands, and of course we know that he was using Aboriginal song and Aboriginal spirituality, but what it showed me 
when the Lord says this is a stampede, that it is the people of Yehovah, the people of God, that stand there facing this massive stampede towards destruction, and we put up our hands in the Holy Spirit and say, no, no, shalom, mm-hmm. peace be with you. And this little boy stopped the stampede. He stopped it. Mm-hmm. So uh, right now we have uh, fear driving people into mindless courses towards destruction. And if anybody gets in the way of them, they get trampled. Anybody who says, oh, this is really a conspiracy, they get trampled by the media. They get trampled by the elite. Uh, look what happened to our president. He's just got beaten up for four years. Yes saying there's evil, this is a swamp, this is really bad. But um, I had, after I got up this morning, I was like, okay, how do we stop a stampede, Lord? You know, tell me, let me do some, get some understanding. And I checked, and stampede was a tactic of war. It was for either distraction or destruction. The Zulus used it to outwit the Boers in South Africa. Uh, And they would go into the camp at night and jab it interesting, jab spears into the cattle to frighten them into a stampede. So fire frightens things. Loud sounds, loud concussions uh, will, will, will send cattle running, and so and there's destruction. But then I looked at the cowboy, the cowboy's history, and how they stop a stampede. And that's where we are, y'all. We, we're in a place now there's a stampede going on. And the Lord wants us to stop it. And he's in us and with us to stop it. But this was neat. The cowboys back in the late 1800s uh, found out that if cattle have plenty of grass and water before they go to bed, they're content to lie down and rest. But if they're hungry and they're thirsty, they're frightened, they become restless, they get up and disturb other cattle that are trying to get some sleep. So when they're agitated like that, they can be primed to the slightest provocation. So what we're looking at here, the global elite have been doing, what have they been doing to us as cattle, trying to keep us restless and uncomfortable? They limited our supply of toilet paper, for goodness sake. They isolated (laughs) us. They isolated us from our communities. They limited our spiritual food, closing churches and synagogues. Then they brought in the BLM riots that they're going to destroy everything that we're bad and everything's bad and everything's destroyed. So they've been doing that. So what do we do? If It says, the cowboy said, keep the cattle happy. Keep them in peace. We introduce the word of the Lord. Okay. Well, we emulate. I'm, so I'm going to, we're going to, I have to go for a break, but this is a good place to stop because we're going to answer the question, what do we do? Because we're at that time right now, we're seeing things and we can't comprehend it, but also the mass hysteria that surrounds us is forcing us to go a direction that perhaps we should not go. And I think Kolya has identified this and we're going to spend the next segment and maybe beyond talking about what do we do in times such as this? And Kolya and I will be addressing that question with a godly answer or answers when we come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Hello, San Diego. This is Rick Sines from uh, Red Seal Ministries. 
I just bless you and ask you just to receive the love of the Lord at this time, uh, this open season we have in San Diego. Come together, San Diego, with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, welcome back, my friends, to an, a very, what do you say, uh, uh, almost frightening conversation. But don't worry, there's uh, hope at the end of the tunnel. Actually, we left you in the last segment with what I would call literally a cliffhanger. And Kolya, <laughs> who, who's, my, who's my co-host for this entire two-hour period of time, set the stage by saying, this is like a stampede. And she used the analogy of cattle. Uh, who uh, the enemy would use a stampede to actually stir things up in the surrounding areas as well. And these poor cattle were just following uh, the sounds and they became afraid and they did uncharacteristic things. And I got to thinking about this, Kolya, and it brought me to a scripture in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 6 and so forth. Let me, let me read this to you. It says, first of all, it talks about Jesus being wounded uh, uh, for our uh, transgressions. But it says in verse 6, We are all as sheeps gone astray. Every one of us has turned to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on himself the iniquity of us all. So here we are, cattle, sheep, uh, I'm using that analogy. Here we are as God's sheep, and we have allowed ourselves to become victim of fear from the enemy, and we've bought into it, and it's causing us to run without regard into areas that are dangerous and actually life-threatening. So I'm going to hand this over to you because we know that God has the solution. What do we do when we are stampeding in ungodly directions? Kolya, take it from here. Okay. Before I speak about the stampede, since you introduced the Isaiah passage, Uh I want to just say something that I feel, you know, I speak over Israel in, in this COVID crisis. And that's Isaiah 52, verses 2 and 3. And it says, Shake yourself from the dust. Arise, sit down, O Jerusalem. Loose yourself from the bonds of your neck, O captive daughter of Zion. Mm. For thus says Yehovah, You have sold yourself for nothing, and you shall be redeemed without money. Israel has sold herself for nothing, getting these vaccinations with no guarantee, oh my. but putting all the risk. But the Lord says, I will, I will come and rescue you. Without any human doing it, I will do it. You'll do it without money. So I've, I take great peace in that, great encouragement in that. Okay. But let's go back to the stampede. Okay. With, uh, I'm going to give you freedom to do, that, to do that there, cowgirl. Lay it on us. Okay. Okay, so the cowboy studies that I looked at, the first thing was to avoid the stampede, keep the the cattle happy, keep them well-fed. And that's exactly what the the enemy has been trying not to allow in our culture. But here's we are. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So in this time of keeping the, the, the cattle from getting frightened and running off the cliff or stampeding, help people meet their needs spiritually, physically, material, reach out to people that are isolated. Um, see what they need and be part of that and, and, and present it in the way that the Lord loves you. I love you. I'm here for you. He's here for you. We're together in this. Uh, the second thing that the Cowboys found out 
that if there's a stampede already taking place, you run alongside. They said run alongside the stampede. Don't get in front of it, but but ride alongside it. Um, the only thing to do during a stampede is to ride in the lead of the cattle, but not in front, but alongside. And you try to gradually head them off and causing them to what they call mill, M-I-L-L, which means to turn them so they start running in a circle so they don't go off the cliff mm-hmm. or they don't run away. In a circle. The, after a while, they'll mill for a while and they'll tire, they'll stop running. And uh, for, for this running alongside, I would say it's, again, listening to the fears of the people that are terrified right now, empathize with their struggle, love them, and speak hope to them. Speak hope to them. And I see right now we have had some very special people running alongside us in this crisis. We've had President Trump. We've yes. had Simone Gold. We've had Lynn Woods. Um, you know, we've had Sidney Powell, we've had some incredible people running alongside the stampede and trying to get them to mill, to yes. try to turn gently so that we don't run off the cliff. That's okay, well the third thing, the third thing the cowboys found is to fall back. What they say that if a rider is on the right-hand side of the running herd, it's closer to the leaders than the rider on the left side. The rider on the left should fall back and let the riders on the right side be visible so that they can bend bend the stampede uh, to the left. And they, if it's the other way around, if they need to go the other direction, then the other side uh, falls back. And I believe this fall back thing now is we trust the Lord. We allow him to lead the timing of how this is going to be resolved. We continue to pray. We continue to repent. We continue to do everything he asks, but let him, you know, put our confidence and our faith in him. And I would say right now, President Trump, who's been taking a lot of hits and trying Mm. to turn this nation, he has now fallen back. And he's allowing others to try to bend the course to safety and to truth and to sanity. But he's also allowing the Lord to do that bending. Yes. It's a process. So the next thing that the cowboys found was to turn the herd by making some noise against the enemy. <laughs> they would turn they would turn the herd by having some towards the front of the stampede use their six shooters and shoot into the ground in the very faces in the very faces of the cattle so they would turn away. They would all do it in unity so they would turn away and head the opposite direction. And if they, after they shot, they would also take their slickers off and wave them so that they would, in the, in the side of their eye, that they wanted them to move away so that they would turn that they, but they made noise. They made noise so they could get them to mill. So I would say watch for shots in the ground right now to turn the herd. And define what that means. Um, I think we make some noise against the enemy. We get between the enemy and his targeted victims, and we start saying no. You know, if people know they have an advocate, that there are answers, that they they feel in their kishkas that we've been we've been tricked, we're being played, played, we're being, you know, victimized, but they don't have the courage to say it. We get out in front of it and say this is wrong, this is illegal, this is false. 
you know, make some noise. Mm. Um, so I think that's important. Then the, the last thing the Cowboys said was uh, they would make sound. They would make a noise that while they were riding with the stampede, they would begin to sing. Ah. They would try. They would sing. They would make safety sounds, safety sounds. And uh, it would calm the cattle, but it would also let the cowboys know if they could hear each other, they knew that everybody was still on the horses. Nobody had fallen off and gotten trampled. So if they don't turn them, they go in a straight direction to destruction or they run away and it's a big mess. But by singing, they can take the anxiety out. So I say worship. Speak, speak scripture, sing scripture, speak truth and hope with love and with encouragement. The, the praise and the joy will, will turn this demonic run by the power of the Spirit. Wow, 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 wow. And keep a lot of people from running off. One of the things that I saw when you said that is that will have a, a natural soothing effect. You know, when you're a little kid and you're anxious, your mom or dad come in and they sing you a lullaby. It's okay. It'll be all right. And all of a sudden, you're gone. Mm-hmm. You're asleep. You're calm. That's right. And so that's in the right. natural, that works very well. But also in the supernatural, it works remarkably. In fact, that's one of the God's greatest tools is worship and praise to turn the tide of unrighteousness towards righteousness. Ooh, did I say that profundity? I guess I did. So we've got about a minute and a half left in this segment, but I like the direction that the Holy Spirit has this show going. We've uh, introduced the dangers and the dangers of running in a stampede in an area where you're not even familiar where you're going, but everybody else is going that way, so you're going that way. And so mm-hmm. some of God's kids are actually come are called to come alongside and uh, turn the tide, if you will, as they listen to Holy Spirit and uh, they obey. But the songs, the Bible talks about songs of deliverance. So be listening, mm-hmm. and not only that, but if you're a singer and a worshiper, do that and have other people listen to it because it will quell the tide. My listening friend, it's about time for us to take a break, but we have an entire segment left and I, I, I'm interesting that Kolya and I will be able to give you uh, what, what the Bible talks about, the balm in Gilead, the healing balm in Gilead. We're going to be able to do that in the last segment. You don't want to miss this because we're about ready to uh, bolster you in ways that you hadn't even thought. And the anxieties that you've had, I don't know, maybe we'll get Kolya to sing or maybe not. I'm just teasing around. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk more about this and be convinced that God is in control. We're going to share with you who, why, what, where, when, and how when Kolya and Kaz come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Well, thank you and welcome back, my friends. As a reminder, you are listening to FM 106.1 North County and AM 1210 San Diego, K-Praise. And some of you are actually listening uh, uh, through the actual smartphone or smart device at www.kprz.com and having clicked the Listen Live button. So my listening friend, we are at the last segment of the show. Kolya, my sweet new friend, is with me, and she has been imparting godly wisdom uh, from her perspective, and I tell you what, we appreciate it, Kolya, very much. So um, are you ready to uh, bring the 
God's Bring wisdom into into the <laughs> into the midst of this because we've uh, stirred up yeah. a lot of a lot of people's lives right now and a lot of people's thought processes mm-hmm. and they are going to have to rethink mm-hmm. some things. But it's time to mm-hmm. actually present God's wisdom and heart cry to quell any anxieties. And I'm going to hand the, it over to you uh, for mm-hmm. much of this last segment to do that. I'm going to allow you to be the minister whom God has called you to be, Kolya. Thank you. In keeping with the uh, stampede, <laughs> you know, I was saying, because I believe the Lord gave me that image so strong. And, and of course, when he shouts at my spirit first thing, before I'm even out of bed, it's a stampede. It's got my attention. But I, I believe he has he's, he's shown me how to, um, to get through this together, how to be more than conquerors, which is what we're supposed to be. Yes. And I would say... First of all, don't be part of the stampede. Don't be part of the stampede. Reject fear by abiding in the love of the Lord, because perfect love casts out fear. Abide in the love. But don't, I mean, every one of us gets afraid. You know, when this thing first broke in February, whatever they were saying, many thousands of people were going to die. The hospitals would be overwhelmed. People would be dropping in the streets. Of course, people were terrified. And, you know, it's easy to be frightened of the unknown, but we know who owns the future, <laughs> who holds our unknown. So uh, don't be part of the stampede. Reject the spirit, because it is a spirit of fear. And I just say, Lord, seal me down. Seal me. Shrink wrap me in the blood of Yeshua. Uh, blind my eyes. Deafen my ears. Seal me so that I don't get involved with the spirit of fear, but if you reject it and say, I choose not to be afraid, I choose to believe, I choose to abide in the, the love of the Lord, that helps. And also trust him. We, we don't know how this is going to resolve. We don't know what he's going to choose to do, and we don't know how COVID is going to resolve, how the vaccine, quote, the, the gene jab is going to resolve. How about this illegal election and this wicked government stuff that we got going on? We don't know how that's going to end. And we don't know what's going to happen or how it's going to end with this rampage of the global Luciferians. But we know who's in charge. Trust him, trust him, trust him. He's faithful. Another thing I'd say, stay on your horse. And what I mean by that, stay on your horse. Don't abandon the roundup of the harvest. There's a roundup going on shortly. There's yes. going to be a lot of people Ooh. coming into the kingdom. Stay on your horse. And the horse, the war horse that we're on, is that Holy Spirit who leads us in the way of all truth, undergirds us, directs us, takes us where we need to go. Stay on the horse. Know that the Lord sees those who have initiated this stampede. He knows who started this pandemic, this weaponized virus. He knows who funded it. He knows who disseminated. He knows the plans, the intentions, and the lies surrounding it. And he'll deal with it. But I would say we have to be quick to forgive those who did this. And what that means, you don't excuse them for doing it. It's not a warm, softy, fluffy feeling. You don't have to feel good about them. You shouldn't feel good about them. But you say, Lord, I forgive them, which means I hand the accounts receivable to you. You You take this. I forgive him, it's yours, because we want our sins to be forgiven as we forgive. So 
we hand it to him and it takes it off of us. Then I would say, well, what feeds, beware of what feeds your mind and your heart, what feeds your spirit. Because we need to be eating good, clean food and good, Mm. clean water right now to be strong. Stay off of the mainstream media. It's, It's lies. It's rubbish. It's just flat out rubbish. And um, dine on the word of the Lord. And Ooh. the scriptures that I like right now is about dealing with the elite and their wicked plans. Job 5, verses 12 to 13. He frustrates the devices of the crafty so that their hands cannot carry out their plans. He catches the wise and their own craftiness and the counsel of the cunning. The cunning becomes comes quickly upon them. And Job 18, verses no, excuse me, Job 8, verses 13 to 15, reads, So are the paths of those who forget God, and the hope of the hypocrite shall per- perish, whose confidence shall be cut off, and whose trust is spider's web. He leans on his house, but it does not stand. He holds it fast, but it does not endure. And the final one, Isaiah 59, verses 4 through 8, no one calls for justice, nor does any plead for truth. They trust in empty words. They speak lies. They conceive evil and bring forth iniquity. They hatch vipers' eggs and weave the spider's web who eats of their eggs dies. And from that which is crushed, a viper breaks out. Their webs will not become garments, nor will they cover themselves with their works. Their works are of iniquity. The acts of violence is in their hands, and their feet run to do evil. Oh my. They make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity, wasting and destruction of their past, the way of peace they have not known, and there is no justice in their ways. They have made themselves crooked paths. Whoever takes that way shall not know peace. This is the word of the Lord. He'll deal with it. Oh He'll my. deal with it. Colia, that's remarkable. So the, Go ahead. I'm Forgive so the, me for interrupting. No, that's good. But the last thing I would say that is so important, celebrate life. Mm. Feed on the source of life. Yeshua said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Yes. Feed on him. Interact with him. Speak to him. Share your heart with him. Uh, Rejoice in him. Join with other fellow believers. It's the unity that gives us strength. It's so, so important. But, um, yeah, we're in the best of times and the worst of times, but the Lord is with us. It's, it's very hopeful. But now it's time for us to grow up. Ooh. Learn how to speak. Learn how to, re- how to do research. Learn how to take a stand. Learn how to get out of our, our little, little corners where we've let other people do the work, and we just close our eyes. Let's get engaged with the kingdom, because the kingdom of Yehovah is coming. Yes. It's here. It's here. Let's take it by. Let's take it. Yes, I, okay. I agree with you. Kolya, how, how remarkable. I just spent a moment to thank you for spending both hours uh, of this Come Together San Diego broadcast with me. And it's our heart cry, my listening friend, for you to understand that God is the solution. If you're looking for things or people, even people who are good guys, to be your solution, you're looking in the wrong area. God wants to turn the tide of this stampede that is happening around you. In fact, that perhaps you are perpetrating yourself. And he wants to say, I want you to turn the tide. I want you to be one of the ones who is actually singing and worshiping uh, 
me, he says, and, and, and watch God cause peace upon people who at this point are struggling to find peace. And I'm going to leave you with a scripture, and Colia and I are going to say adieu very soon. But let me give this to you in the book of John, chapter 14, beginning at verse 26 and then 27. This Bible, this is what Jesus' promise is to us. He says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send you in my name, he shall teach you of all things and bring these things to your remembrance, whosoever I have given, uh, whatsoever I have said unto you. That's Jesus speaking. He's going to give you the comforter, my friend. He has given you that comforter. All we have to learn how to do is to appropriate that. And his last, the last verse I want to read to you, and he says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. My friend, do not be afraid. Do not be troubled. Allow God's peace, not the world's peace. Oh, this will make you peaceful. No, let God's peace overwhelm you and comfort you because we're in trying times. And the only solution, the only answer is the Lord. And allow him to instruct you and introduce you with other people that can help you quell the anxiety too. So it's about time for us to say so long. Kolya, I want to thank you for joining us and being such a, a vital part of this message. And uh, uh, would you like to take 20 seconds and say so long to our friends, and then, then we will bid you yes. adieu, my friends. Kolya? Yes, it's been my pleasure to be with you, and I hope everyone out there feels a real hug of the love of the Lord through this. We <laughs> encourage, keep your chins up, keep your eyes on the kingdom. It's all good because he's in control. Mm. Love and blessings to y'all. Shalom. So so what we're going to do right now is I want you to envision uh, God's kids and and, and Coley and I are going to be among them. We're going to be giving you a great big squeeze old hug right now. And uh, we're not going to be six feet apart. We're going to be doing this with you right now. And we're going to uh, (laughs) proclaim God's peace upon you as we say goodbye. Are you ready to give everybody a hug there, Coley? Yep, my okay. arms are out. Ready. My arms are out, to, and we're we're bringing those arms around you and say God's peace upon you, and thank you for joining us on Come Together San Diego. And Kolya and Kaz says goodbye. So so long, Bye-bye. my friends. Kolya, thank you, my friends. Thanks for joining Kaz Tater and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise.